Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG, and I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affects your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and make sure you download my free report, Five Things You Eat and Drink That Make Your Endometriosis Symptoms Worse. The link is in the show notes. Let's start this episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Endometriosis Nutritionist Podcast. I'm Anna Marika Gerritsen, call me AMG. And today I'm going to tell you what the number one strategy is for when it comes to diet and endometriosis. And it may not be what you think. Um, so if you've been listening to episodes up till now, and especially if you've managed to listen to my very first episode, number one, you'll know that I look at endometriosis as an inflammatory disease, not a hormonal disease. And if we work our way backwards from that, from the concept of inflammation to what might be sort of the engine behind your endometriosis, then we'll see that inflammation is a key strategy or a key mechanism of the immune system, right? That's that's where inflammation comes from. And you have widespread systemic um, inflammation. So there's something in your immune system that is causing that inflammation. And it's inflammation is a great strategy for the immune system to fight off real invaders um, but in your case it is um, it's, it's a bit over the top so if the immune system is triggered the question is what is triggering the immune system and in a lot of cases the immune system your immune system besides the fact that it is it, it, it's a bit out of whack so we know that you have um, something's working really too well and something's not working well at all or not working uh, period um, so but if we then step a step a bit further back and go so what is triggering the immune system we come to one of the elements is your diet uh, because it's in your digestive your digestive system can't even say the word uh, so your digestive system, a lot of things that happen in there. So the majority of your immune system sits in your gut. Um, so if there's something not right in your gut, then there will be impacts on your immune system. And on the one hand, we know that the microbiome is a big issue. But the number one thing that I see in every client is that there is a a wide range of food intolerances. And when you have a food intolerance, it's not an allergy, but you're, you you can't tolerate it probably. And as a, a, one of the things that happens is that that intolerance creates an immune response, which then leads to inflammation, which makes your endometriosis um, worse and causes a lot of symptoms. So 
when I talk about one of the key strategies, the number one strategy really in trying to reduce the severity of your symptoms is to work out what those food intolerances are. What is it that you are reacting to um, in your gut? What is it about what you eat and drink that your body just doesn't like? Um, and there are a few common culprits that um, we know most women, and I see it in most of my clients. Um, the number one is gluten. Um, and from many, many, many of my clients, removing gluten from the diet is a big, big step forward and really reduces a lot of symptoms. Um, so that's usually where we start. Um, it's like, okay, we're going on a completely gluten-free diet. The second intolerance that many of my clients have is a dairy intolerance. Um, and it's not a lactose intolerance. So uh, if you have lactose intolerance, that means you your gut um, lacks an enzyme uh, to break down the lactose or the, the, that type of sugar in the dairy. Um, so that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about an intolerance to the protein in dairy. Um, and many clients, uh, and many women with endometriosis have that intolerance. And you'll know if, and you may need to go, you may need to go ask um, the people that raised you. But if you had a lot of ear infections as a child, that is often an indicator that you are dairy intolerant. Um, and I wish I'd known that when my daughter was little. Oh, gosh, she had constant ear infections. And I wish I had knew, knew that because I had constant ear infections when I was little. Um, and now we it's very clear when my daughter has something with dairy, she just has terrible stomach pains and she feels really unwell. And I forced her, <laughs> forced her to drink milk with every meal, even though she kept telling me she did. She she was feeling unwell but we never connected it to the dairy. Oh, well, um, you learn, and now we know. And uh, But, yeah, so a lot of women have um, a reaction to dairy protein. And so when my clients start on, on this, this pro, pro, you know, this program, in my program, and start to eat right for their endometriosis, one of the, 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 the main thing we do in the first two weeks is no gluten, no dairy. And what that does is it creates a situation where they um, start, start to feel much better. The problem if you don't know what you're intolerant to and you just eat what you think is a healthy diet probably, um, whatever symptoms you have, you don't know what to connect it to. So you don't really know what's bringing it on. So we start by removing the two main culprits. And then we often start to find out that there is other things that you might be um, intolerant to. And so for example, one of my clients after a couple of weeks, a few weeks of um, doing really well, she felt quite good. She'd been eating right for, you know, no, no gluten, no dairy. She was quite diligent. And then she we had a um, a session and she said oh I think I'm reacting to corn and um, 
she said, oh, I just, ha I, I love corn, and, but I haven't had it for a while. And I had something with corn the other day. And, oh, I felt like I have been feeling before. And, and it's quite likely that she reacted to corn. And she knew it because she had been feeling so good. She had not had any intolerance reactions. And so her, so her, her normality had changed, if you like. Um, and so she was able to recognize that something was different. And in this case, yes, corn has a protein that is similar to gluten. It's not the same, but it's similar. And so she, so some women react to corn. And so there are many, some, um, and this is often then a next step, if uh, we feel that the removal of gluten and um, dairy and if, all the processed foods is not giving enough improvement. We then look at, for example, um, a histamine in foods. So some women react to histamine in foods, um, and so then we, you know, then they follow a week of a, a low histamine diet to see if that creates improvement. Um, so a big part of figuring out the right diet for you is about figuring out what it is you're reacting to and just removing things from the diet is one way um there is a fast that, that, that takes quite a while sometimes because we have to be really clever about what can we remove and um you have to pay a lot of attention to how you feel every time you eat something um, a faster way is to be tested so there's two ways that you can get tested there is um, a hair test that you can do, um, and it, that we did that. I did that um, with my daughter because she did not want to go off dairy because she didn't believe that she was reacting to the dairy. And we did a hair um, analysis test, and that came back as uh, really quite alarmingly red for a dairy protein. So she had to. It's funny when I say it didn't really she didn't really believe it but when the test said that she was intolerant to dairy she believed it and now she's on board but that's a very non-invasive way of testing for um, a wide range of food intolerances and the other way you can test it is by um, just a, a lab test so it's a, a blood test um, and it will give you a good insight into what it is you're reacting to in your food absolutely key to understand what you react to um what i react to will be different what i may be intolerant to will be different to what you may be intolerant to and so uh, there's no blanket um prescription if you like of um, remove all these foods um it is very personalized and that is that is really the key element of of my program is to work out what is it in your diet that is making you worse and what is it in your diet that will make you feel better um, and removing what makes you feel worse is all about removing um, foods that you find out that you're intolerant to and there may be things that you had no idea were causing you uh, discomfort Interestingly enough, when, when we did, um, um, so my daughter and I both did the hair analysis test and I found out that I react to apples. 
Isn't that funny? Um, I love apples. I that's my that and citrus is my winter fruit. Um, but and I know no, uh, I can tell it, and I had never really pushed it, pulled it down to that. That's what um, was making me feel uh, gassy and uh, a bit, um, you know, losing the stools, if you like. Uh, but it's yep, apple. So um, I don't avoid it completely, but I know. I try to avoid it because it just doesn't make me feel all particularly good. But what that is is very uniquely for you. And once you get start to f- feel better on a sort of blanket um, uh, diet, then we can get really specific as to what you are reacting to. So if that is something that you are worried about, make sure you get in contact with me. Um and perhaps book in for an endometriosis SOS call so we can talk about how we can look at um, getting you to feel much, much better and then reduce the severity of your symptoms by finding the exact right diet for you. Well, that's it for, for me today, and I'll talk to you again in two weeks. Bye for now. Now, if listening to this podcast, you are wondering if nutrition could be an avenue for you to pursue to try and control your symptoms and reduce your symptoms um, or the severity of your symptoms, then why not book a an endometriosis SOS call with me? It's an obligation-free, totally free 30-minute uh, video call where we can talk about what you're experiencing and I will be able to give you some options to go forward. The link is in the show notes.